Hello and welcome back. Thank you for joining me again. We're so happy that you could be here. Uh, you future startup parent. And uh, we're glad that you're here to uh, soak up and learn as much as you can in order for your uh, developing startup to uh, have a successful birth into the world. And one of the things that is really, really important uh, is how to uh, determine whether your uh, idea for a startup uh, is, is a viable, uh, potentially successful startup idea, right? Uh, maybe you have a, an idea for a product. Maybe you have an idea for a type of service. Uh, maybe it's a new technology that's being introduced. Uh, these types of questions are, are pretty standard for uh, the inception of a startup. And uh, the question is, how do you determine whether it, if something is really viable? Uh, one of the mistakes that many startup founders uh, accidentally uh, or even sometimes purposefully uh, fall into is they fall in love with their idea. And it may seem like a great idea um, and they might have a little bit of a bias uh, in their mind leaning towards uh, trying to only uh, look at arguments that are in favor of their idea while neglecting uh, potential red flags that their idea may not be the best idea. Uh, this is very analogous to uh, what parents go through when uh, someone may imply that their uh, child may not be uh, as 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 nice looking as uh, they see them, right? Because as as parents, uh, and if you're a parent, you, you will understand. Uh, and if you're not a parent, I'm sure you have heard that. Uh, you know, the, the, our child is, is the most beautiful child in the world. And, uh, and, and you can't tell me otherwise, uh, because to me, it's the most uh, beautiful child. Uh, and if you have multiple children, well, then that's a whole different, different issue. Um, but when it comes to a startup, this idea uh, can sometimes be difficult to determine uh, without falling in love with, with the idea. There are such things as uh, bad startup ideas. And one of the ways that uh, a bad startup idea uh, ends up kind of down the road being determined to have been a bad idea is that the, the market uh, doesn't adopt it. People don't demand and purchase the, the product or the service. And the uh, startup eventually uh, has... Uh, troubles, usually financial, and then, uh, you know, lays people off and then ultimately succumbs to the final resting place of startups and ends up in the unfortunate startup graveyard. Um, and so we know that you're listening to this podcast. Uh, I know that you're listening to this podcast because that is not where you want your uh, bouncing baby startup to be. Uh, you want your startup to grow healthy and happy, uh, to make you happy, to make you proud, and to be able to have little startups of their own down the road, possibly. Um, so how do you determine whether it's uh, your startup is a good idea? Well, one of the things that can help you to determine is to do a little bit of analysis of the market. Uh, this is going to be just kind of a basic overview uh, of some of these things, but it's really important to 
uh, not blind ourselves to uh, the fact that there are ways to determine uh, whether the market is demanding this product, right? Sometimes that could be in the, the form of uh, market research in some way. Maybe uh, you could obviously uh, purchase um, market research studies from uh, big organizations like uh, Nielsen and things like that. Uh, but sometimes it's as easy as uh, you know taking a poll. Uh, if you have a social media following, uh, it becomes easier because you have a little bit more of a, a, a sample size to be able to uh, get uh, feedback on your product or your service. Um, but you know, asking questions, getting a poll, uh, having uh, an introductory. Um, uh, like a like a like a working prototype that people can can start to purchase. Um, this type of thing can help you to determine whether uh, there is demand, whether people are excited for this this uh, this new product or service. Um, so that falls into the area of uh, doing a little bit of research to find out if the uh, market is uh, demanding this kind of product or service. Um, also, it would be good to investigate whether there is an existing uh, company that's doing something similar. Uh, that is one of the perils that many um, startup founders run into, that they are basically coming out with a product that's similar to something that's kind of already there. They just maybe didn't do enough research to find out that it was already there. Uh, and in fact, the one that's there might be... Uh, better than what we're trying to introduce, thinking that it's a better option, when really that option that's already there uh, is a, a better option than the one we're introducing, right? And so that is immediate trouble for a startup. In order to be prepared for that, uh, you want to be able to do some research, you want to be able to uh, talk to an organization, uh, both like uh, the one that I work with and with others who uh, help startups to kind of find out uh, what the landscape looks like, right? What's the competitive landscape look like? Um, what type of demand is there in the market? Um, it's it's really important to get the perspective of the the customers, right? Of the audience when it comes to what their purchasing habits are. Um, I I subscribe to a really customer centric um, view of uh, doing business. And I think this is uh, applicable to both uh, B2C and uh, B2B um, organizations uh, and startups. Uh, really, if uh, the customer is the CEO and the customer is the one who determines whether you will have um, uh, a place at your startup in the next two to three years, uh, because if they decide, right, if, if your customer, the, the, the real CEO, uh, decides to not purchase your product or your service, then um, they're ultimately uh, signing your your leave uh, from that startup. So, uh, being able to get information that tells you uh, who your audience is, uh, what type of things uh, they're looking for, uh, being able to understand more intimate details about. Uh, who they are, right? They're maybe their personal preferences. These are things that are important to keep in mind. That's one of the things that I do with organizations when it comes to doing brand strategy is helping to understand uh, what are the specifics uh, in in their audience 
that are attracting them to certain product or service? Is it something uh, that relates to a certain part of their lifestyle? Is there some kind of an existing purchasing habit that they have? Is it filling some kind of a gap that uh, they currently don't know how to fill? And so these are the things that need to be kept in mind. These are some of the things that uh, I do uh, in my firm to be able to help organizations determine uh, what the fit is between their offering, uh, their, you know, their marketing mix, and the needs of the audience and to kind of find out how all that melts together and determine if the idea uh, for their startup is a viable one. Uh, there's obviously much more sophisticated, sophisticated ways of doing this and um, it's important to get some sort of uh, feedback from the market to be able to determine that. So uh, we can go into more details on this uh, topic because there's there's really a lot more to it and I think on the next episode we'll start to really kind of break it down and see what other types of mechanisms can be used to really kind of test the viability of ideas in order for uh, this this new startup to be able to have the best footing possible uh, in in the it's welcome to the world so once again this is uh, your host Brian Jimenez and this is the uh, podcast called so you want to have a startup and i thank you for listening and i will see you on this next episode